This is an Area Code podcast. But if there's anything I should know, you should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the biggest thing is like we're not going to be very serious. So. That's, yeah. that's perfect. I, and, I get very stressed out when things are too serious. Oh, it is not serious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm Richard Clark. And I'm Bethany Perkins. We can't stop talking about the Enneagram. So we decided to start a podcast where we get it all out of our system. We're not experts. We're just obsessed. It's No Chill Enneagram. A safe space for Enneagram fanatics. And a really dumb idea for a podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm here as usual with the inimitable Bethany Perkins. Hey, hey Bethany. Hey, hi. Uh, does, would, will you take inimitable? Heck yeah, I will. Okay, what does that mean, Bethany? Uh, it means, I don't know, I just know it's a good thing. Okay. Is it like something to be feared? No. <laughs> Is it something Wait. powerful? <laughs> I don't know. I, to be honest, now I'm realizing I don't know what that word actually. Well, that's cool. Okay. It just means like cool and good or whatever. Um, speaking of cool and good, we have a really exciting guest today. Uh, the one, the only sleeping at last who has a real name. (laughs) Tell him what it is. Uh, my name is Ryan. Nice to, nice to hear you got your guys' voices. Oh, yours as well. Thank you. So I have a question because you're not saying your last name and your Twitter doesn't say your last name. Oh, weird. Are yeah, you I, anonymous? Are you? That just is like, totally unintentional. Uh, <laughs> no, my last name is O'Neill. So I'm Ryan O'Neill. Uh, I knew is, that. Which can is we, also the, the name of a, a, a very well-known actor. actor. Yeah, who's, who's a little just, older than I am. <laughs> can we call you Ryan Sleeping At Last? For is sure. Okay? Absolutely. Okay. Or Mr. At Last Works as well. Okay. <laughs> I'm going with Ryan Sal because yes, that has that's a really good. nice <laughs> ring to it. Yeah. yeah. That's All good. of that works for me. I'm good with that. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Well, we are huge fans of yours. We're just um, going to geek out right now uh-huh. and get this out of the way. You, yeah. We are huge fans of yours, and all of our friends are huge fans of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like, I don't know about obviously. This is a little insulting, maybe, but I don't mean it to be. But the Enneagram Project <laughs> is what put you on our map. Um, not, not insulting at all. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we... Like what you do is like so uh, interesting to me and especially the podcast as a podcast person. I'm fascinated by the approach you take with the podcast. Um, oh, thank you. That's the, that means a lot. Thank you so much. And there's something about the podcast that feels like art too. You know what yes. I mean? Oh, wow. Oh, man. That's, that's yes. really awesome to it's hear. It's all you. like the little details that go into each song. Like when you – obviously the songs are amazing, but then when you listen – to the podcast and you learn like that all of the intention and the detail behind everything in the songs it's Aww. amazing even down to the like when you're doing i noticed in like it was either the five six or seven episode or maybe all three of them you had like the the instrumental from like the mind song oh that's awesome that you going noticed that on. thank you and I, it's just it's awesome Huh. Thank you so much. Seriously, that yeah. is so sweet. I I, I started the, the my little podcast as like a yeah. I, I'm gonna try it out and probably gonna abandon ship pretty quickly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, it it's been really fun because I I I've always put like a lot of Easter eggs and um just a, I I just really enjoy the process of of making music and 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 trying to figure out to how to 
how to weave in more meaning into each thing that I'm putting into the song. And um, so it, it served almost to me as just like this, just this place for me to be able to like keep track of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> for my, for my own sake. Um, but it did occur to me after I started the podcast that it kind of does seem super narcissistic that I have this podcast about me, no. hosted by me, about no. me and about all the things I do in my music. <laughs> no. I'm going to suggest a title change to yeah. sleeping at last is the best band. And here's why. <laughs> yeah, yes. Exactly. By sleeping at last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to get to a lot more about you. That's what this podcast is mostly about. It's about nines, right? This is a nine podcast. Ooh, I love that. To be yeah. Clear. Mm-hmm. Because you're a nine. I um, am a nine. And it's the type that I am the least familiar with. <laughs> Perfect. So nice. we're going to delve. <laughs> so, we're going to delve into that. So I'm uh, excited to learn. That's a good line, actually. I love that yeah. line. That's funny. <laughs> it's actually 100% true. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I, and I've, I've joked around about this a couple of times, but it, it really is true. I I, I started with the, the type one in, in, in researching and trying to write yep. these songs. And I'm ending, of course, you know, on, on the last number nine, which is mm-hmm. a, a little bit out of order in terms of some of the, the classical understanding of the Enneagram. Um, yeah. And But for me, it's, it's, it's kind of great because I get to avoid addressing any of my own baggage <laughs> for the entirety of the project until yeah, pretty soon forever. here. Yeah, yeah, not forever. So I'm <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I do feel like I, I, I truly do know more about um, all eight types and uh, yeah. just I'm totally, totally in the, in the dark here in the, in the type nine. <laughs> oh man. I feel like that. I can't wait to see that happen. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm <laughs> I'm so you may excited. never see it happen. No. <laughs> I might I might just totally avoid writing that song. Okay, people uh, would, would riot sad. in the streets. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because really, type nines would be like, oh, never mind. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Bummer. Yeah. I guess, yeah. all right. <laughs> but then eights would fight on their behalf. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. I think that. I, and ones would just be like, this is not correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to finish your work. Yep. <laughs> oh, um, that's great. In a minute, we're going to talk about how bad it's gotten. <clears throat> but first, uh, <laughs> we would like to for you to help us do something we do every episode or most episodes, which is we type reviews. So when people review us on iTunes, we uh, type those people. Based on their mm-hmm. iTunes reviews, mm-hmm. and cool. um, in case you're worried about like your enneagram cred <coughs> or whatever, uh, just know that Chris Hortz like leaned into this heavily. He okay, did. Good. He was awesome at it. <laughs> okay, good. I, yeah. I now will partake in this uh, okay, right, experiment. And if we're lying, you'll find out later. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But for real, he did. Uh, he did. All right. So, uh, Bethany, you want to start with the first one? Sure. This one is called I'm Obsessed, and it's five stars, and it's from Coach Rena. Type four. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Okay, so it says, so I cannot get enough of the Enneagram. I've binge listened to all of your episodes. I've also listened to all of Ian and Suzanne's. You guys are way more fun. (laughs) Just like being at a party and not to make this all about me, but you must type me the sooner the better. I think actually it could be a four. Uh, four or seven feels like she wants mean. to make it all about her so oh good point four. good point four I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a type four yeah there's I mean she is checking the boxes off by listening to multiple podcasts so she mm-hmm. could be a type three yeah <laughs> oh yeah four wing but three maybe four wing three yeah yeah uh every this next one is called everyone needs this which you know seems right <laughs> um by by M is a reviewer. Uh, five stars. Type two. Uh, so, so basically, this <laughs> right. 
<laughs> my, so, I'm breaking the rules. Sorry. Uh, no, I love this. Right, you're eager. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so basically, this is one of the most hilarious podcasts I've ever listened to, and my favorite part is it's helpful without being in your face. This is coming from an Enneagram sort of newbie slash initial denier. Mm. Way to go, guys. Mm. Gold star. I feel like gold star is a giveaway. Yeah. Of what? A, a three? A three, but... A three or a one or a two. Something. Wow, what a giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a one through a nine. I'm not, <laughs> not sure. I'm yeah. just saying it's in the gold star triad. <laughs> it's in the okay, gold star. Okay, so they said... Everyone needs this, so they're thinking about what people need. So Which I'm I think say is a two. two, yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. Bethany, I'm gonna need you to shorten the next one. It's real long. Oh, oh my gosh! This is from my coworker. Perfect. <laughs> it's so long. I can't read this whole thing. Yeah, uh, I'm saying shorten it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Four Feels podcast is the name of this review, hmm, and it's okay. from Jeanette M. 59. She said, I did laugh a lot at this podcast, certainly when your guest cringed over all the descriptions of fours, especially designated fours from The Office. Okay, so she's just talking about the four episode. Not about herself. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she's a, well, I'll get to her type. Oh, right. She's reviewing that episode. Got it. Yeah. She's just, this is about the four episode. And I love that Richard said, or I love what Richard said about if you want an edgy comedy, you have to have a bunch of unhealthy fours in it. I think that's <laughs> what he said. Anyway, I wanted to tell you about my experience with fours. Oh and my then gosh. basically she goes on to say that she has some fours in her family that help her connect with her feelings. Oh, uh, that's definitely she's, she's a type five, right? No. What? Um, she is actually... Oh, wait. Let's let's get to the end of her review. I want you to know that I love your podcast, and you two are ridiculous, which is why I listen. And yes, I'm slightly obsessed with the Enneagram. Jeanette? Ooh, that, yeah, that does throw things off. She's a three. <laughs> wow. So she needs... So threes are feeling repressed, so she needs help connecting with her feelings, which is why she made this whole review about fours. Mm. So... Yeah, I blew that one. Yeah, there you go. All right, so this yep. next one is uh, short. Uh, and Ryan, I'm going to let you do your thing where you guess after the title and name. Cause I, might even guess, <laughs> yeah. I might even guess before. The, the, answer's, <laughs> the answer's in the summary. All right, it's called Good Stuff from Catherizen. Oh. And it's five stars. Yeah, five Good stars. Good stuff. I mean, <laughs> feeling, I'm feeling an eight or seven vibe. Right. So they said laughed laughed out loud like five different times. Ooh. I'm an eight, so you know it's not BS. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So good. All right, let's do one more, Bethany. Okay. We're never going to get to the end of these. We are never going to get through them. Uh, okay, this is absolutely love in all caps, three heart emojis <laughs> from Mary <Seven>. F. <laughs> dot 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I've just listened to five episodes in a row. I heard about this podcast from Love Thy Neighborhood Enneagram Podcast and got so excited to hear about more Enneagram podcasts and lovers. And also (laughs) the title, oh, the little shout out to the liturgist, my absolute favorite podcast, Three Smiley Faces. Yeah, this is a seven. Is it really? Sure. (laughs) Oh, you you don't know. Okay, good. Maybe a seven. I could see a seven. But I was thinking maybe a five because they listened to five episodes. Like, they obsessed over it. Well, a five wouldn't put three heart emojis and three smiley oh, face that's emojis. That's so true. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's seven. If I've learned anything about the Enneagram, it's yeah. how people use emoji. 
<laughs> okay, I'm going to read this next one because I think <clears throat> Ryan can speak to it uh, mm. considering his current state of life. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's called Good Stuff. Wait. Wait, a Wait what? Didn't she just do this? <laughs> Type 8. This is the same person. It's what? an 8. Oh, uh, yeah. Good Stuff from Kat. Catherine, another Catherine. How did said she have two again. reviews? Okay, we gotta she read said, this though. She said, laughed out loud like five different times. She clearly like edited and resubmitted. <laughs> I'm an eight, Exposed. so you know it's not BS. And here's the rest of the review. By the way, you guys are seriously delusional about what the experience of eights is like, but Whoa. keep on envying me. It's a great non-resourceful response to others. Wow. Uh, mm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna challenge that type eight and maybe <laughs> say. She might not be a type 8. <laughs> Interesting. Maybe. I mean, she wrote that review twice. That seems like <laughs> somebody that cares an more. I feel never. like an 8 would have written and be like, yeah, that's done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, done. In, anyway, hmm. next. Next. That's hilarious. I'm just joking. I I think so. Is, is it a she? she? Yeah, Catherine or something. Catherine. Yeah. Um, I think Catherine is exactly who she says she is. Oh. That she's, is the rule. <laughs> she's just so you know, she's referring to um, Richard and I talked about what Enneagram type we would like to be. Ooh, that's and nice. I said I want to be an eight. Mm, and then really? we just kind of talked awesome. about how we love eights. I really but do love eights. They are they are, they make up my the primary friend group for me. Oh really? Yes, yeah, so my my favorite. I, I have probably like five or six of my closest friends are eights. Wow. wow, that is a lot of eights. Yeah. I lo so, love me some eight. Me too. So our uh, our next segment on the show is one we do every show with every guest, and it's called How Bad Has It Gotten? That's when we <laughs> ask you, Ryan, how bad has your obsession with the Enneagram gotten? And you're not allowed to say you ri- you're writing a bunch of songs about the Enneagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. We already know that. Although part. that's that is a good answer. but That's pretty bad. Yeah. I Yeah. <laughs> Hmm, that's a that's a tricky question. It I can't have a conversation without accidentally framing something through the enneagram. So that is mm-hmm. that's a problem. Um, yeah. For most people that have no interest <laughs> in this thing. Um, but yeah, I, I think that some like I, I know people talk about as like really great. You know, you you can sound more interesting in a dinner party, and somehow I'm using it wrong. Where every time I talk to somebody that's unfamiliar <laughs> with the enneagram, I think it actually puts me at a, a social disadvantage. <laughs> oh <laughs> my gosh! It, it immediately comes across as either like uh, I, I, I was <laughs> I was telling uh, a a friend of mine I came up from the studio. I work from home, and uh, my wife's friend was over, and she was uh, about to leave, and I I said something I, I was asking her how her, how her husband's doing and something was going on at work and I was like oh yeah do you know what type your husband is and she's like wait what I have no idea what you're talking about and I for <laughs> some reason thought she, there was some sort of context for the Enneagram <laughs> and there well, really there wasn't should be by this point you and know? there really wasn't and I, I just like I was not prepared to like really talk about it other than uh, like I, I didn't know where to start <laughs> so you just, just came across as very singing. uncomfortable and strange she's like wait so what cult are you talking about i'm like um i have to go back to my studio <laughs> so, so i yeah, think you should just start singing intense. your enneagram songs <laughs> instead just, of talking I just about impose it just, it on people yeah, like if i yeah. meet them i'll be like hi I, I would like for you to hear 
mm-hmm. two two of these songs because I think you might be one of these types. Yeah. And this is what I have to say about you. <laughs> yeah. That's that would fun. be amazing. That's, I think people would be really comfortable with that. I think they would too. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to tell a story about um, Keith Getty because it, you this made me think about that. I, the first time mm. I ever – do you guys know who Keith Getty is? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, well, some people will know, some people won't. <laughs> he's like a worship singer guy, um, and he's like a big – he lives in Nashville, but he's like cool. Scottish, and he does a lot of the most famous worship songs you that – exist out there Hmm. um and he the first time i was introduced to him he just whipped out his iphone and says you got to hear this and he (laughs) sat there with his iphone playing like us a whole like six minute live version (laughs) of a song and he was just staring at us that's awesome the whole time it was like three people just like listening to this song it was i had not even started talking to him yet and that was (laughs) what happened i'm kind of jealous of that though because the there's a certain like confidence that i i admire because i yeah i feel very uncomfortable if i hear my music like within two miles of wherever I am. Like when you're all sitting around watching Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is. Yeah. Even in those moments, I am very uncomfortable because I I just hear all the, all the problems (laughs) I have with what I did (laughs) and wish I could go change it. So to be like. Do you have a one wing? I I really do as it turns out. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I, are are you a type nine? No, I'm a two. You're a two. Okay. Awesome. Two wing Um, one. Uh, that that one wing is uh, uh yeah i was totally blind to it until i actually wrote the the type one song mm. uh, and actually before i wrote the song i was like uh, yeah i'm i'm really curious cuz i don't know that much about type ones and everything i've read about it doesn't totally resonate with me so yeah i'm really going to start from scratch and you know try to figure out how you know the the type ones think and <laughs> as i dug deeper i'm like oh yeah yeah i've got a lot of that mm-hmm. deep in my in my bones so wow yeah. me too yeah, I'm finding that I'm a four wing three, and I'm also I'm also feeling a lot of three these days, and yeah. like freaking out about it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. I'm married to a three, so I'm I'm partial to a a, a three or a three wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> big fan, mm-hmm. big fan. That's awesome. It's good to have threes in your life. I think. Oh um, yeah. I, he said conceitedly uh-huh. because. <laughs> it's, it's good that i'm here <laughs> yeah it's good that i'm here because they drive you to do stuff you know oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah you, uh, being married to one is 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 an incredible i i uh, because i integrate to a type three i really do feel like uh the influence of having somebody so driven all the time it, it truly does put energy back into my tank like it's really mm-hmm. it's a really healthy healthy space for a type nine to to who my my default state is to I don't know just to do as little as possible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so um I I really do feel like my my integration I think comes out primarily in in my work as opposed to in my normal in my normal life. Um, mm-hmm. Right. But yeah I I I appreciate the healthy aspects of uh, of the three. They're pretty pretty miraculous. Mm-hmm. So uh, we did mention Grey's Anatomy. I wanted to ask you like. Uh, What's the deal with Grey's Anatomy? Why are, is that <laughs> like a very deal? nine art friendly show? Because like you, when you go, we were just doing like our lazy research on <clears throat> on you as we were not that. That we should be a to. segment. What <laughs> lazy research? <laughs> and now lazy and now research. Lazy research. Is, Wikipedia yeah. says. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> no, but on your on your like uh, page that lists like all the places your music has yeah. been featured, it's like a few things, a few things, and then it's like a million Grey's Anatomy <laughs> uh, features. So what's that about? Mm-hmm. Oh, they have they have been incredibly kind and supportive, and um, yeah, it's been really cool because I I had the the first song of mine was probably in 2006 or seven that was on on Grey's and it was um it was like my first my first tv placement that was notable and um was one of the most exciting points in my career and then um after that I I hadn't really gotten um a lot of other attention from from that show or any other show and then right around like 2000 I don't know a few years later um, they just, I, I, I actually think that they might've rediscovered my music. I don't think they actually remembered ever placing a song <laughs> back in 2006. Um, <laughs> but when they came across the music again, um, they just have, yeah, it's just been really, really special. They've been so, um, so encouraging and, uh, just, I've had the privilege of getting to, to record some covers for them per their request. And then wow, um, they've cool. also been really, really just generous with, with all the songs I'm writing. So even uh, actually, which I always think is, is kind of amazing. Um, but the Enneagram type three song was used in Grays, And that's, what? I, think, I think that was the first um, of the Enneagram songs to uh, be placed in a TV show or, or anything like that. And so that I thought that was crazy. kind of amazingly fitting. <laughs> that's I'm like achievement unlocked type three. Wait, ah! you said awesome. that was the first. Have there been more Enneagram um, songs in that's TV a great, shows? I was actually trying to think about that while I was singing it. And I think there's one, I think one other one got used. I don't remember. That wow. would be great because that would help us a lot with typing things, which we like <laughs> to do on this show. I was I was gonna ask like, is Grey's Anatomy like a nine show in particular, or I don't it sounds think like maybe so. it's a three show. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Um, that's a that's great so question. Emotional, I think though. that they are. Yeah, they're pretty pretty heavy handed with the with, yes. with heartbreak and yep. with. Uh, with a lot, with a lot of feelings, so I would, I would, I would definitely put them in the in the heart triad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, which is which does not include the type nine, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, they've been they've been awesome though. I, it, it's been really fun because the 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 more the more music that they've been kind enough to use, um, the more I'm getting to know the the team behind the show, and yeah, it's been really really fun. It's been a great joy to get to work with them. That's awesome. That is awesome. Okay, so one thing we want to ask is, what do you think is like the ideal name for the Enneagram Nine? Because there's a, obviously like every number has like a ton of names. Yeah, it is that people it, like to argue over. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I would. I've never thought about that. Um, so I'm gonna be completely uncensored here. But I, <laughs> I feel like the Peacemaker doesn't fully. It pretty much completely uh ignores the unhealthy parts of the 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 type nine it's Mm -hmm. like it's like i feel like a type nine might have come up with that (laughs) (laughs) you know like oh yeah like the peacemaker you know like myself i I love peace Mm -hmm. um because i think there is i don't want to say manipulative but i think there is a a quiet um I don't know. I think it's funny. The more I, I learn about the type nine, which like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of at the beginning of my research on that, even though it's myself, but I, I feel like there's a lot to learn. Um, but the more I, more I kind of dig into it, the more I'm realizing that like the need to be against, uh, or the need to avoid conflict isn't actually, it, it seems like it's for the sake of others, but it's, it's kind of a, a selfish endeavor. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's almost like I want everybody to, 
be peaceful and to not fight so that I don't have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not because that's what's best for right. everyone. Yeah. Um, so I, I maybe maybe that's what, um, you know, a healthy or unhealthy perspective uh, or healthy point in the in the in your type is maybe influencing that. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so I don't know what the right word would be. Um, the I avoider. can't even. Oh wow! Oh, that is good. Wait, what did you That's say? Accurate. The avoider. So the there's avoider. probably another word for avoid that I. Um, it's right at the tip of my tongue, but I can't think of it. I'm gonna thesaurus it in the background here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like drawing a blank on what even the other names for nine are besides. Yeah, I can't think of any others. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good question. I can't think of them either. I just, I'm familiar with the peacemaker, and I I can't remember. There's one other. Um, yeah. The mediator. Oh yeah. I think. Oh, that's good. That's I good. Think, I I don't remember. Um, that's definitely one of the more. I don't remember which which <clears throat> camp of the enneagram or who um who created that that name, but yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure, but I am definitely. A, um, using the thesaurus right now. <laughs> so you well, guys, you can see you can oh, see no. the you can see the mediation thing happening in your work, right? Like in terms of uh, oh yeah, you're just your your whole goal is to help everyone understand each other. It's um, yeah, totally. I'm I'm I, I think I realized halfway through writing these songs that like oh I think the objective here is to to write song like mirrors, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know. So if if I'm doing it correctly, the mirror will be. Uh, pretty un you know i guess have less influence from a type nine or from whoever else and just just can be like um you know some some sort of reflection of of the the type that i'm writing about um and yeah i i think it is it is a form uh, somebody i think my chris hewitts was saying that it's it's interesting to have a type nine doing these songs because of the the idea of merging into other mm-hmm. people's yep. head spaces and um so yeah, I kind of I'm I'm hoping that that is true, and that I am the you know I'm I'm hoping that that is a, a benefit of of me being a type nine and trying to trying to do these these types justice and and honor yeah. them through song rather than you know have have it very obvious mm-hmm. that a type nine wrote each of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I love that because this is you like <clears throat> you you demonstrate why merging is not necessarily just a bad thing. I think yeah, a lot of times when you. merging awesome is talked about. Like people talk about merging as like a conflict avoidance thing or like a coping mm-hmm. mechanism. But I mm-hmm. think like when I've I've seen nines like use merging as a way of, yeah, like you said, like doing justice to the viewpoints of people who aren't as easily heard. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it's definitely it's a it's a <laughs> it's a gray space. And which is kind of funny because in, in a lot of my writing over the years, well before I was even familiar with the Enneagram, I've always kind of been even in my faith, I've always been attracted to this idea of this this middle ground <laughs> of, mm-hmm. of, of ideas. And and so there in the, in the language of a lot of my my lyrics is is the word gray. Um, and so it, it's funny that as a type nine, <laughs> I've sort of gravitated towards this idea of this, this, you know, both sides <laughs> mm-hmm. kind of kind of perspective and I, I think yeah i think like you said there is a there's a health healthy part of of merging or or uh be becoming uh you know kind of singular with the opinions of those around you um, mm-hmm. that can that can be great and then i also have you know completely seen on a personal level that that is not helpful <laughs> right. a lot of you know i've given i've given a lot of people a lot of impressions that i agree or um uh, am on board with things that i'm totally <laughs> haven't decided or either uh-huh. just I'm just totally not but I want to make sure that 
everybody feels heard and valid mm-hmm. validated. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, going back to what you're asking about the the if the name of the type nine, if I could change it. I'm looking at the thesaurus for avoider. <laughs> These are horrible. Um, the bum. <laughs> oh my god. The Wait, dead did beat. you say? Oh <laughs> my <bum>. gosh. <laughs> the bum. Oh, this Perfect. one's good for nothing. So that one's probably not off the Aww, table. Um, loafer s- slouch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> These are. This is the wrong word to look up, guys. Avoider okay, is yeah. apparently not right. Yeah, <laughs> I don't uh, like that. Well, avoider. There's Avoider some is truth all right. to it, but I do. It, it is interesting. I think when so so Chris Hewitt is is who introduced me to the Enneagram in the first place about six mm-hmm. seven years ago. He he was telling my wife and I about this this thing that he was studying and um and I yeah it, after uh, after a few months of being kind of like huh yeah that's interesting I'm not I don't really buy it but <laughs> <laughs> I just when I learned about the type nine and about the uh, the need to avoid I just I. my first gut was no that's not true i don't avoid everything i avoid yeah sure i don't want to fight with people i avoid arguments i I completely Mm -hmm. see that in that but once you have that language in your head at least for me i I have (laughs) i've kind of held almost every decision i've ever made up to that that idea of like have i avoided (laughs) Mm. and it it is kind of insane how the the great lengths that i have gone uh, in my life to Mm-hmm. avoid a particular you know discomfort yeah. um so yeah i think i think of the avoider um it, there is a word that's called gold brick <laughs> and i don't know what that means um <laughs> okay <laughs> but i really like that so i'm gonna go with gold brick <laughs> all right okay. i feel like no, actually, i feel like merger is a weird sounding word but is a good merger's like, kind of cool yeah i mean mm-hmm. it's that. like a it's like a good articulation of what's good and bad about a nine yeah. This is the definition of gold brick. <laughs> Informal, anything supposed to be valuable but turns out to be wor- oh, that's horrible. Worth no, <laughs> no, that's is a right? nightmare. Uh, oh my gosh. Okay, this one's probably a little closer. A gold bricker is a person, especially a soldier, who <laughs> shirks responsibility or performs duties without proper effort or care. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's probably a little closer to home than I want to admit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so never mind these are all really depressing so oh, man. Okay, i'm fine well, with the peacemaker <laughs> yeah on a lighter <laughs> note um <clears throat> we in our first episode with a type one we yeah. did a ranking of enneagram numbers <laughs> from oh, best no. to worst <laughs> but oh that's that's incorrect guys <laughs> yeah i know it's crazy it's we, yeah we said that you broke oh, we got a lot of heat for it i know it's terrible we <laughs> repent blah 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 i don't are supposed yeah, to do that had, privately we... <laughs> <laughs> in <Yeah>. your heart <laughs> yeah we just everyone does it okay we just did I know, it on a it podcast is, it is really sad. but just letting <clears> you know type nine was ranked number one so oh, how do you I love feel about that. that yeah i totally agree and <laughs> 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 um, I say that as a joke, but I probably deep down I uh, I'm 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 I I'm glad to be a nine. And I actually I thought that I was like doing the enneagram wrong when I when I was first learning about it because Chris would say like yeah when when you learn when you read about the type and you read about like the kind of the the, the broken parts of each type like whichever one hurts the most is probably mm-hmm. you and oh, <laughs> everybody yeah. I know has had that experience and yeah. then I read the nine I'm like yeah I can deal with that <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. sure but which is which is kind of hilarious because it like. I think even though the the learning about the Enneagram is a blind spot for the type nine, it's sort of mm-hmm. like like I, I can compartmentalize the idea of being an avoider or, um, you know, like I 
I'm even choosing to kind of ignore that there's some significantly deeper, more broken parts of the type nine. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like unable to even read it correctly in the first. Yeah. Like, yeah that didn't hurt at all. It sounds great. My, <laughs> Everything's my fine. roommate is a nine and she just like loves being a nine. She's like, I love being a nine. I love everything about being a nine. <laughs> oh, I'm like, awesome. I don't feel that way about being a two. Like, yeah. I don't think I, I would really say that I love everything about being a do i i would say that maybe uh, maybe there's certain types that are a little bit more um i I guess in the in the understanding of the type maybe it's a a little harder to bear some of those shadows or like the understanding of the shadows of each type um but as like i feel like the nine and the seven have uh probably like their I'm, i'm not thinking of the right wording, but I, I feel like I know a lot of sevens as well that don't mind being a seven. They're kind of like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. in. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because it's fun being a seven. <clears throat> I would like to be a seven for sure. I do know yeah. that. I know you mentioned that earlier that you guys try to figure out which type you would like to be, mm-hmm. but I would like I would like to be a seven. I, I it didn't would be hear, fun. What did you guys, so you wanted to be an eight. I want to be an Bethany. eight because they don't, at least in my perception, <clears throat> they don't care as much what people think about them. Yeah, so I would love to be a seven with an eight wing for that reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I think I was saying three mm-hmm. just because I feel bad at stuff sometimes. <laughs> like, like I'm not good at things that <laughs> you, I want to be good to get at. get on top of stuff. I'm not oh, detail-oriented. Like my four sometimes gets <clears> – my feelings get into way, in the way of things way too often. So. Well, that's a, a beautiful thing as well. I guess. I guess. <laughs> um, hey, so one last question about being a nine before yep. we move on to our next segment. You are, so nines, correct me if I'm wrong, they're not crazy about change, right? I actually don't know. I don't know if I've heard that. Um, okay. I actually feel pretty okay with change. Okay. I feel very sentimental about change. Like I feel like something in change uh, translates like through my heart more than anything. Um, oh, interesting. So I feel like even if I go and I'm on vacation for a couple of weeks at the end of that vacation. I like, even though I'm excited to get back home, I, I feel like, wait, this, this, this little part is ending. The season is ending. And I feel a little bit like a, a little, a little sad about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe that's where, but it's, it's, it's like a good sad. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's sort of like a, like a cathartic kind of thing. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't, I'm, that's a, I'm going to have to think about that because I probably am, maybe I'm like ignoring the fact that I hate change. <laughs> so I'm open to well, that. Well, the but... reason I was asking may be like a good litmus test. Yeah. Uh, the, the, you, you have this project that's about to end. <laughs> You've been working on it for a very long time. Are you stressed about that? No, I, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm super excited to, like, I'm, I, I, this is the most satisfying work I think I've ever done. And I, I, I have the privilege of getting to record whatever I want whenever I want to. And that is such a, such a gift. Um, but writing these songs has felt like it's been a little bit more than just, um, a thing that I'm passionate about because of the, um, just the really generous and sweet response to, uh, like, I, I, I realized that when I was about to write these songs that, um, I'm like, okay, yeah, conceptually, I'm really excited about the Enneagram. I think this is going to be really fun. I think it'll be really healthy for me to kind of understand each type a little deeper. Um, but what I didn't realize was that I'm like, it's, it's presumptuous of me to assume that I could take on the responsibility of communicating how 
another type outside of my own um, feels. And Mm so I I immediately felt that responsibility, like, oh my gosh, like I, the last thing on earth I want to do is dishonor anybody or just get it wrong or just Mm -hmm. put too much of myself in there. And I think with, with that, and as part of that process of, of realizing that people are, I've never written songs that represent a group of people (laughs) before. And so there's an added pressure to that. But I think um, that added pressure contributes to me really just enjoying this work. And so I will be sad to to, um, move on from those exact um, like feelings. But I I don't know. I'm actually I'm pretty excited to finally see the end of the, the, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel with, Mm -hmm. with these songs. I'm terrified to write type Mm -hmm. nine, like I said, but, um, (laughs) but I don't think, I don't think I'll be sad um, to transition because I, I, Atlas is going to continue on to Atlas three, which is going to be a whole other set of themes and and stuff. So I'm pretty excited about what's, what's up ahead, but, um, Mm -hmm. but ask me again when I'm done, I'll be like, I'm so sad. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? You'll just be playing all of your Enneagram songs yeah. and crying. I'll just like, I'll write an, uh, an album that nobody asked for and I'll just go like, <laughs> <laughs> write oh, a second Enneagram record. next. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally have thought about doing that. I'm like, oh that's a, 27 songs is a yes, lot of songs. Do it. <laughs> I, or I thought about writing like the, if if all of my my enneagram songs are like these these stories of redemption I'm like all right I should go the other uh, direction I should <laughs> I should write like oh gosh. The, the worst of every type oh no <laughs> yeah, but I think that that might not be what's best <laughs> it, yeah it wouldn't be good for you to merge with like yeah exactly It'd be a real dark season for of life. months and months on end yeah uh, so Ryan you're a musician that's true. Are you're a somewhat famous musician? Mm, uh, arguably. Well, like <laughs> we'll yeah, argue people because kn- you're famous. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, if we're famous, you're famous. We're we're all Is very famous. That we're famous. I just wanted to see how people okay. would react to that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you like music, obviously. You write music, yeah. and we would like you to use your expertise to help us come up with music for every number. Ooh. So we're going to do this round robin style, but we're also going to lean heavily on, on your, you. On you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, to you help probably us. shouldn't do that. <laughs> um, Don't so, never lean on a nine. It'll fall right over. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with one. I'm going to start with you, Ryan. Like, what is a good band or musician or type of music for a one to listen to? Hmm. Now, are you talking about like the caricature of a type one, like the, the, the more commonly known traits of it? Or are we going like deeper into like, I actually think this musician is a type one and Ooh. <laughs> I'm open to all of that. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes we do like, if you want to grow, do this. Sometimes we do like, you're just going to like this because you're a one. And sometimes yeah. we're shallow and sometimes we're deep. I guess we try not to be shallow. Yeah. Okay. I would say, uh, well, I, I know, um, a friend of mine, Isaac Slade from The Fray, is a type one. So I'd mm. say the, the Fray, Ooh. by definition, is probably a, a, a type one band. At least, I love that insider knowledge. That is <laughs> well, can great. You just, do, can you just do this for all of them? <laughs> <laughs> just tell us all of your friends. All of, yeah, and, all uh, of your friends that are those types, and uh, we'll just all listen to them. Um, and then I would say like the style of music, uh, the first, so when I was writing my type one song, I, I actually thought about this question. I was like, all right, what's the, what's the, like the most type one 
sound or or song I can think of. And it was, I first leaned in, into classical music. I was like, okay, yeah, I feel yeah, like that's the, what I the, was thinking. the education and the, the, the precision Structure. of, yeah, exactly. I feel like that, that probably resonates with a little bit of the caricature of the type one, but, um, I actually the West wing, uh, if you've ever heard the theme song to the West wing, I feel yeah. like that, like anthemic and both beautiful, but also like this just really like, um, uplifting also newsroom. Uh, I think it's newsroom, both Sorkin, uh, Aaron Sorkin shows and, um, somehow the music, which I think is Thomas Newman. I could be totally wrong on that. Mm-hmm. I think composed those. So, so I feel like musically, that's what I always think of when I think of a type one. Um, or or I could totally cop out and just be like, well, there's a, a sleeping at last song called One right. that I most that identify goes <laughs> yeah. that I yeah, most we, identify we, with. Um, and yeah. then yeah, and that's I'll that's that's my type one answer. That's good. <laughs> that's okay. Nothing I say is gonna be as good as that. No way. That's um, Bethany, can you do you want to take two or should I? Mm, you take two, and then I'll okay. probably correct you. Okay, so. Uh, I'm going to say share. (laughs) (laughs) It's just an impulse I had. Uh, (laughs) It feels like, I think like the very like uh, sappy, emotional, like love songs, like Mm -hmm. uh, very like needy kind of thing. is like a good way of a two to like get that out of their system a little bit. Okay. Yeah. You're on the right track. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) Music that is, like, emotive and probably has a lot of themes about, like, love yeah. or the lack of love, you know, like some Adele or... You're a big fan Brooke. of... Uh, you're a big fan of the soundtrack for uh, Star is Born. Oh, yes, I am. <laughs> so that's probably a good one, right? Yes, a Star is Born soundtrack. I did a whole tweet thread about how I think that Allie is a two based on all of the lyrics of her songs. Definitely. Yeah, I love so, it. that's... Yeah. That's it. That's the That's answer great. for two. I love that. Those are those are great answers. All right, yeah. Bethany, three. Three. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. Uh, they should listen to something that inspires them that's like a super successful band, right? Oh, I've got this, actually. Okay, go for it. I think like most rap music. Oh. Like most modern rap. Okay. Um, so like Kanye and like – and. Uh, and uh, Run the Jewels is one that was really bringing out my three wing back in the day. I would actually, <laughs> whenever I would go jogging, I'd listen to Run the Jewels, the first album. If you're into that kind of thing, it can be really motivating. And, uh, That's awesome. So I, I actually yeah. know a three who loves Run the Jewels, and and uh, and it's it's against type. It's not a person you would think <laughs> likes Run the Jewels. So love it. Cool. What so for me, type four. Yeah. Um, I, I would say Bjork. I'm a nice. huge fan of Bjork, Bjork, and I think that she explores the heart and she explores every dimension of being a person. And um, yeah, that was she jumps out in my mind as a as a type four, just because she's she's always experimenting. There's always something new in her music. There's just her voice is obviously not to be totally cliche, but it's very unique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah, I I feel like I feel like that's a pretty good solid. Sufjan Stevens would also be a pretty. Uh, I was just I thinking that. I was like, we have to. Yeah, yeah, we have to. I uh, <laughs> I I have always been strangely like interested in Bjork. I just cannot get into her music. It's you, just you know, way too I actually when I first heard uh, 
my, my, one of my best friends, Dan, um, would, he, I was probably, I don't know, 15 or 16 years old. And he was like, you have to hear this, 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 this person Bjork is just incredible. And I really thought it was the worst music I've ever heard <laughs> <laughs> for, for a solid several months. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like, it, it was, it was like finding a key and unlocking mm-hmm. like, <laughs> like something yeah. exactly opposite. Cause I hear it now and it really is some of my favorite music. And, um, I, within, yeah, within like six months of, of being like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden it was like, Oh my gosh, my, my whole heart is open now. <laughs> Maybe this I is because that. I, I am a four, but I feel like the wings really mm. matter in this case mm. um, on this on this particular number because I think Sufjan and Bjork feel very four wing five to me. They're very like inaccessible, uh, do what, exactly what uh. they feel they should do. And they <laughs> I do don't know. Not I'm going to fight their against stuff. that because Bjork has a lot of, um, and, and Sufjan as well, but um, Bjork does a lot of pretty pretty incredible like my first time singer she was playing at the with the chicago symphony orchestra which is pretty three move on on her part and had like an intermission and um did this like costume change and it was very like the the achievement of that or like the how how big of a deal that like that type of show was it wasn't just strange and it wasn't just like a it wasn't an introverted idea or introvert idea to um but it sounds like she was competent very competent yeah well that's a five thing they were no but that's a three thing too that's okay it's a three five wing yeah (laughs) (laughs) i just need i can't let this go by this number go by without saying drake Ooh. because drake is a four wing three the quintessential four wing three Mm, i don't know i don't think i know his music well enough to to agree or i'll just fight i'll just say he has a song called (laughs) in my feelings oh yeah (laughs) <laughs> that's important to know okay yeah. five uh that's me i guess yeah hmm radiohead that's actually exactly what i was thinking wow nice perfect i don't like radiohead at all i wouldn't like any five music i don't think <laughs> really i'm not a five person just in general i just don't get it you're, you're not, not liking radiohead <laughs> You're not liking Radiohead is actually a pretty four thing. (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles suck. (laughs) The Beatles, what do they know? Um, Yeah, I feel like Radiohead is a type five. That makes sense to me. Yeah. Cool. But you should should appreciate them. Hamilton. Hamilton the musical for fives. Really? Yes. Because I would have, I would have said three for a Hamilton. Same, Although yeah. I've never seen well, Hamilton yeah. or heard well, the soundtrack. Okay, Hamilton. <laughs> so never mind. Hamilton really <clears throat> is for all numbers, but that's true. I don't. It's historical. You learn things. Hmm. It's intricate. There's lots of different types of music, and mostly I just know two fives who are really obsessed with Hamilton. So I'm just <laughs> gonna throw that in there. That's great. I love it. I'm cracking up because we've now dubbed <laughs> Hamilton as the only music that is for all numbers. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, wow, that's like that's kind of. I, I don't know if they give so awards far, for that, but so far. <laughs> yeah. I do. Um, you know what? On a serious note, I'll bet that most of the, uh, like even the Beatles and things like that, I'll bet if you really dive into it, and I'd be curious to ask Chris Hewitt about this, um, I'll bet that there's something about music or art that does resonate with all types. Like that's that's part of the ingredient. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. that something stirs, uh, something about it stirs something in every type. I think we have our next podcast idea, Bethany. <gasps> yeah. This is a good idea. It's just like cultural criticism from the lens of the Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> 
In particular yeah. with Chris Hortz. Um, yeah. <laughs> that piece is important. Um, okay, Bethany, number six. Six. Um, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. What do you six? Uh, I don't know. Something that's like um, just like calm <clears throat> and relaxing. Like, I don't know, sleeping at last maybe. Ooh, I I've, I've heard of that, but yeah. I'm not a fan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to go the other direction and oh. say either uh, like uh, like the really annoying, in my opinion, the really oh, annoying like country music. Um, Ew, where don't like the one uh, you're like dragging that. sixes through the <laughs> yeah. country mud. Well, they're yeah. not like the most artistic people in the world. Um, <laughs> like True. the uh, the uh, the boot in your butt song by Toby <laughs> Keith. <laughs> <laughs> I do the not, not know what you're the talking. Song, about. The song that Toby Keith wrote after 9/11. Does anyone remember this song? I don't think so. No. It was like, "We'll put a boot in your ass." <clears throat> it's the American way. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> it was just about how we're gonna like attack the evildoers basically and how that was patriotic i do um, not like what you're saying right as now. usual <laughs> sixes are, are getting run through, <laughs> run through seriously okay sixes just listen to like that- some nice like instrumental calming classical piano or something i yeah i, I actually in uh, not to again i'm being narcissistic Please here talk let me about bring, yourself. bring things back through my music every second i get um yeah but in writing the type six song i i was kind of the the, the path that i took was like something about Music made in the 40s and 50s, um, like the vocal jazz style, reminds me of how I how I picture the beauty of the six. And so when I hear Nat King Cole or when I hear Billie Holiday, mm-hmm. I, there's something in those recordings that like tonally remind me of the Type Six for some reason. So that's good. Great that reporter. That is so good. <laughs> great <reporter>. reporting. <laughs> Greg, do you know who that is? No, I thought you said great reporting. (laughs) (laughs) Real good job. (laughs) Great reporting. I'm like, thank you. (laughs) Signing off. (laughs) Signing off. Um, Gregory Porter is an artist that uh, my six wife and I got really into when we first met. Um, Awesome. And he's like a a jazz style singer. Oh, cool. I will check it out. He has a song called Be Good that feels, and uh, and also, yeah, Be Good, which feels a little bit like a four six. Anthem. Oh, awesome. Hmm. Highly recommended. All right. Good. Seven. Great Ryan. reporting on that, by the way. Thanks. <laughs> Signing off. This is Richard Clark. <laughs> Type seven. Um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, I mean, there's lots of reasons that I chose like the instrumentation of my song. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like I'm trying to think of like an actual, like one band. That would represent like I feel like polyphonic spree. We've <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. It's really fun. Um mm, yeah, I'm not totally sure. Hmm. That seems good. Maybe Weezer. Weezer's probably mm, yeah. a solid one. Yeah, I like That's that. Um <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Nailed why it. is this a hard one? Like, I not, feel like all pop great music. Reporting. Can we just say all pop music? Yeah. Pop music. Yeah. Yeah. Pop music for sure. All right. I'm eight. In. Uh, let's go back to that Toby Keith song for eight. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <sighs> and then every like Mad Drake song as well. Sorry, I have a limited range. I feel like Drake might do. be one of those one through nine artists. <laughs> That's a really good point. He totally is. It's all the notes. 
but he's wow, so Drake and Hamilton. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Drake and for Hamilton. Everyone. For everyone. For yeah. everyone. Uh, cool. I, I feel like we short shrifted eight a little bit. We did. Okay. Oh, I'm wondering about Sun Kill Moon, but the, I might be I might have a skewed view on him because I saw him in concert once. And he did he come across as an eight or a hundred percent he did he was <laughs> he was like a and it's kind of well known at this point it's even been documented there's like a news story at Pitchfork he is belligerent on tour <laughs> like he is very Call mean me. <laughs> to his audience and to his band when he wow. performs okay. um, and so I have that stuck in my head and then when you go back and listen <clears throat> you can you can feel it you in the music a little bit huh that's interesting okay I have a suggestion for eights. And it comes from the realm of uh, CCM, Carmen. (laughs) (laughs) I I just feel like they would just admire Carmen, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Yeah, why not? So, okay, so now I have to do nines. Yeah, do nine. Yeah, this oh, is gosh. this is educational for me as I'm writing the type well, eight and the really type nine. This really feels so. like a lot of pressure. Just but... think that. Just think about it this way: we're helping Ryan write. Yeah, his Thank next you. work. Okay. Great. Report. Okay. Oh, okay. I have an idea. <laughs> um, bands that have like um, that are really centered around like multiple voices and harmonies, like um, the Beach Boys. No, I'm thinking. <laughs> Ooh, the Beach Boys. Okay, are, so that's a pretty of, great seven band. Just I, going back. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, seven band. Yeah, you're Beach right. Boys and maybe even Beatles, but like we said, they're probably every number. But I can I, I can make an argument for Beach Boys and the Beatles being mm. a type seven band. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Sorry, I hijacked you. That's okay. Uh, going back to nines, <laughs> I think. So two that I'm thinking of that I these might be obscure. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, the Staves and Joseph. They're like both bands of three sisters, Ooh, and yeah. they're, all of their songs are just three-part harmonies. And Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I, I accept as a type nine. I Yay. receive that. Yeah, the harmony. <laughs> yeah. Oh, harmony. That's, cool. that's yeah. That's mm-hmm. a solid one. So our next segment is called, Tell Us a Strong <laughs> Opinion You Have About Something. <laughs> this is a nine-specific challenge. <laughs> That is very challenging. Um, I would say, I mean, the cop-out answer is I'm actually very, very, very stubborn about my music and about my process. And I <laughs> primarily work alone. Um, mm-hmm. I write everything on my own and I produce everything on my own. Um, and that is because I am, uh, well, I just appreciate that process. And it's it's so introspective and personal for me that I feel like that's the only way I know how to do it. Um, but I think over the years, as I've, as I've worked on other projects with other people, I, I've realized that like, Oh, that's where my opinions are. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm very opinionated when so it comes like, to making something. What's an example? Like, yeah, give us something like specific. Yeah. Um, I, I'm really, really, really particular about words. So in writing, in writing lyrics, like if I've ever co-written something for another project with somebody else, like I, I, I realize that I'm, I'm almost my presence is there is just like a naysayer. <laughs> everything. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, cool. I don't like it. <laughs> can awesome. You, can you give us an example of a word usage in a song Ooh. that you fought for? You're really, you're really st- trying to get me. Yeah, yeah we gonna are gonna go need a specific yeah. <laughs> thing. <laughs> You've come to the wrong place. <laughs> That's what this is about. 
<laughs> no, I can't. Um, I'm really opinionated about. I've got a, so I've got a lot of opinions about. I love movies, and so when I oh, good. when I so here's the thing. I'll say when I don't like something, I uh-huh. have a very strong opinion about it. However, I will not share what that opinion is. Oh come on. Okay, what's a movie that you just hate? Oh, I can't. What if the, <laughs> oh I can't? I literally can't. I can't separate it from like understanding that hundreds of people, people. devoted their time and energy to it. Oh so my! God. I just. I feel like if I'm like, I do you that. like? It's not Transformers. Hurt anyone? I've only seen a little bit of the first one. And, and did you enjoy that period? I was of time? not a fan of Transformers. All right. So like our next. It. Although <laughs> I will say. Oh my uh, we have another segment really to get to. Our next segment is called, okay, <laughs> we're going to pick a fight with you now about that thing. Oh, good. <laughs> Transformers is the best movie I've ever seen. How yeah. dare you I say love that you, that you like love it. that movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it makes me happy that you're happy. If you- that was... So good. That's <laughs> amazing. Terrible. Okay. <laughs> I am kind of being serious. I, I I will say I I do have strong opinions, and probably my wife and maybe like two or three close friends get to hear those unfiltered things that I would never care to have anybody else hear. Right. Um, but again, I mean, is that me being kind or is that me being like just saving face? I don't know. Right. Right. So this maybe is well, especially like- with regards to Transformers, I think. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. I just read the the Bumblebee movie that's coming out. Got like awesome reviews yeah, from a lot of people that I respect their opinions. So Did Michael Bay direct that? No. Okay, well. <laughs> I will go. not. I <laughs> I have zero interest in seeing that. I saw the trailer for it and I was like, <laughs> how many Transformers movies are there? All of them is There's how many. So there many. Will be. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, uh, but I yeah I I have strong opinions about this stuff. Although, so I keep track of every movie I watch, and I like have a little like in in my notes app. I rate them based on wow. like, the Rotten Tomatoes <gasps> to style like hundred percent kind of thing. Okay, so and you have opinions about movies. I do, but I'm mm-hmm. it's a flawed opinion because I've gone back through and looking at them, nothing really dips below sixty percent. And oh, I've wow. definitely seen movies huh. that don't warrant the sixty percent. So there's like there's like a probably. I don't know. There's probably a dozen movies I've seen this year that if I was being fully honest by writing it out, it would be like a 10 <laughs> or, or 20%. But I'm like, eh, somebody made it and they really worked hard. So 50% for effort. Oh my gosh. <laughs> they get they get 50% yeah. just for the ingenuity of making yeah, they, this film. I mean, they filmed it well or they, you know, like... <laughs> They really nice they showed up. Yeah. <laughs> they they completed the task of yeah. making a movie. It is. I mean, I get that. They didn't I've try to make a bad that. movie. Nobody nobody tries to make a bad movie. Well, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, <laughs> it might. Nobody to. tries to make bad music. No, I mean, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. Maybe they do. <laughs> yeah. All right. So our next segment is called. Um, please, 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 Ryan. Please tell us one lyric from the eight song. Pretty please. <laughs> Um, so I'm going to be 100% honest. I have not, uh, I'm about to start lyrics <gasps> for the eight songs. So I have the music oh. pretty close oh. to done, but the lyrics are just like scattered. Mm. Like I've been, I'm, I'm in the collecting phase right now where I'm researching everything I can. I just spent a few days with a couple of close, 
close friends that are eights and um i've just been like i've been i've been watching them in their natural habitat <laughs> oh wow <laughs> and no i'm trying to figure out a way to i feel like and i'm, I'm being totally serious i do feel like the eights get the I feel like sixes are super like the writing about sixes doesn't seem to really honor the beauty and like the, I don't know the, the complexity of the type six, but for the eight, I feel like everybody just, I feel like because they're such strong, uh, intense people Mm -hmm. that I almost feel like it gives people permission to write about them in a way that is less flattering or just more, um, you know, more like how they come off, which is direct and blunt. And, and totally. blunt. Yeah. So yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like that's my challenge for this song is like, I really want to, I want to figure out how to, how to know them beyond the, you know, beyond the, 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 the armor or the, the strength, because there's, there's some, I mean, like I said, they make up some of my, my absolute favorite people in the universe. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and there's a lot to, a lot to love about those people. So I'm trying to figure out what that, how that comes across in a story or how I can write about that in a way that like an eight wouldn't be like bummed out about or, mm-hmm. or embarrassed by, or <laughs> so. I love that. And I have to say why, since you brought it up, the <laughs> six song was so good and helped me in my marriage so oh. much that, um, that whole thing, like the concept of sanctuary and, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, the anal- weird analogy about monkeys or whatever. Like, <laughs> I it sticks in my mind all the time. That's and awesome. I, oh, I think about you. it a lot. It's the one song I, that that was probably the most impactful song that you've done for me. That's so kind. That's important because that's how you said your wife is a type six. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. They're they're uh, that's the thing. They're I mean not to be totally cheesy, but <laughs> people are capable of being amazing. Mm-hmm. Every type, yep, <laughs> and, totally. And what's crazy is they're all capable of being pretty terrible, and that's, yeah. where, <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. where the the enneagram is 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 helpful and unhelpful in pointing all those things out. <laughs> yeah, I think it's helpful in that both. is helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, both parts are helpful. Yeah, they are. Um, so and also to your point about eight. Uh, we did, as an example of this, rank eights at the bottom of our list. <laughs> yeah, we did. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> yeah, they got the last place. And I think the reason, oh, one of man. the things that was funny about it was we, at the end of it, we were like, they would care the least about being ranked <laughs> yeah, at they the bottom. Do not They'd care. secretly care the most. That's the thing. Oh, that's They so... would totally care, and they would never tell you that they but care. But we, we also <laughs> talked about how eights are actually pretty good. Yeah, we <laughs> they love are. eights. Yeah. Um, they totally are. Well, we're glad that you haven't written the lyrics yet because yeah, um, we want to know if you could take some suggestions from us. Uh-huh. Yes, please. Eight yeah. lyrics. Yeah. We have we have prepared some, so <laughs> I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Um, here's Hold one. on, I'm getting my pen ready. Yeah, <laughs> okay. you really should. Yeah. All right, here we go. I did something that needed doing. Now everyone is mad. They're just hating because I did something <laughs> rad. <laughs> It's actually pretty good. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna totally so nice. take that. Okay. <laughs> well, we have more, so get ready. Okay. People think I wanna hate, but they just can't appreciate. I just wanna spar, Ooh. not cause any harm. Ooh, soft rhyme there. <laughs> yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I like it. That's <laughs> uh, really right. good. Here's one. Just like uh, I have insight into this one. So. Um, I make feel I make fours feel uncomfortable, but I don't know why. I just am trying to talk t- about the weather with that guy. <laughs> wow, that's I have to think on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
nice. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, here's another one. I have a soft side I want to protect, but people don't see that through what I project. <laughs> oh, that's really good. I like that, that one. Solid. Thank you. That, that one's one, going on the song. I that one is, a, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm stealing that. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so no credit given, sorry. This last okay. one, I know you'll, do you have any more, Bethany? That's it? That's, those <clears> were mine, yeah. All right, I have one more. This one you're going to want to steal. Yeah. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. I'll do my own thing. And if I do what you said, it's because it had a nice ring to it. <laughs> to it. I like that because the eight like like went against the rhyme scheme. It was just like nope. Yeah, so add you, these extra words. You get oh, it, that's Ryan. Good. Done. You get oh, me. Done. Richard, you should read your other one though about the hen. <clears throat> okay. Oh, you're right. That was yeah, a good you one. have to read that one. I want to take you under my wing like a loving hen, but if you double cross me, I'll punch you again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. It gives some a uh, sense of history. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, Ryan. Well, I really just wanted you to say like these are terrible, and I'm not using no, them. No, I'm but impressed. You're too I'm, nice. <laughs> it's actually making me inspired to, you know, maybe I can write this song. <laughs> I mean, feel free to use any of these lines. <laughs> All you have to do are. now is write the music. I feel like we have a whole song there. Yeah, the yeah. music's done. So I'll. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, there you go. I'll just probably if you could send me this recording, I'll just probably For put sure. that on top and yeah. auto tune it. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 oh man! All right. um, our last segment is called <laughs> life advice. This is where um, because we're not experts and but we are obsessed with the enneagram, we have taken it upon ourselves to give life advice to each of our guests. <laughs> I love that. Um, and so, uh, just tell us something you're struggling with in life and we're going to help you through it. Ooh. Um, good question. I am not great at taking time to fully like recharge. I just kind of keep going to the next thing, which is actually not very nine thing. Um, I always like the idea of like, if a nine is like a boulder, (laughs) it's Mm -hmm. really hard to (laughs) push down the hill but once it's going yeah it's, it's almost impossible to stop so i think the <laughs> oh, momentum in my life is yeah i need i i feel uh i need a i need a minute to to like recharge a little bit mm-hmm. so oh, how do i is, how do i do that okay that great i have an idea <clears throat> because momentum is it is such a big deal for nines like if yeah. when you stop the boulder it is hard to get it going again yep so routines are good for nines because you keep you keep the routine going you keep the momentum going build some sort of rest intentional rest and relaxation into your routine mm-hmm. i like that yeah like every day mm, i've been doing headspace which is a, a helpful oh that's good uh, app of meditation you guys can hear my, my children in the background i hope yeah, yeah. um they're contributing <laughs> to this Love it. Sounds like an eight. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's actually funny for a lot of reasons because I'm not gonna. I I, I swear I wouldn't type my children. Right. <laughs> we all. So never mind. We all swore that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Here we are. Here yeah. we are. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. But yeah, I I feel like I'm not very good at um. Like you said, like when the boulder actually stops, it is hard mm-hmm. to get going again. So I'm not very good at um. Like. 
I, I actually do intentionally take time off. We, we go on lots, we do lots of travel and mm-hmm. um, I'm not great at doing it. <laughs> so I'm there, mm-hmm. but my head oh. is not there. It's just constantly thinking about the stuff I've got to get back to or oh. um, yeah, just shifting gears. It's hard. And when I do shift gears, then it's really, really hard for me to shift back into work, family, whatever, whatever yeah. gears need to be shifted. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I don't fix it, guys. I don't know. I, <laughs> okay. I, I think one of the I don't know if I have any very practical advice other than one thing that's been helpful for me in this respect because I have real recently really prioritized like uh, routine, like you just talked about, Bethany. Yeah. And one of the reasons is I started to see the impact that burnout was having on my work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think really reckoning mm. with that as a as a nine could be valuable. Um, I think not just the, like not just the work as it's happening because it's possible you could be doing really great work right now, but the the future of yeah. your work, you know what I mean? Like the the way For that sure. things are going to end up. Yeah, I, I've been I've been reading a book. Uh, or I just finished a book a couple of weeks ago called Essentialism. Have you guys read that or heard about that? No. Nope. It's um it's it's really great. It just has been really helpful in. It feels. I mean, I think it's really practical advice for pretty much everyone. Um, but it, it seems particularly practical for a type nine because basically the the concept of the book is that most things that you are presented with in life are not essential and um, f- not even just figuring out what is essential to you, but like acting on it and kind of, you know, saying no to the, 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 the things that don't really matter, but you're maybe trained to think matter. And mm-hmm. by doing that, you're, you're essentially allowing yourself to um, make a greater contribution towards the things that you actually care about and love. And um, so that's been, it's been a helpful thing in like decision-making and a helpful like language for um, like, yeah, I want to, I want to be an essentialist. I want to, I want to truly give most mm-hmm. of myself to all of the things that I love or all yeah. of myself to all the things that I, that I'm passionate about and love. And I, I get to do, that through sleeping at last which is such a gift um but it's helping me on like even like a personal level of like all right does this fit into being an essentialist or is it you know not essential mm-hmm. <laughs> and like the, just that language has been helpful to me too so yeah that's um, great but i think i feel like this will be a lifelong um balancing act of trying to figure out how to how to get good at um shifting gears and how to how to get good at um fully allowing myself to to take my hands off the wheel uh, yeah. on occasion of of career or you know just just relaxing a little bit which is weird because i think that nine's default states you know are, are essentially <laughs> comfort relaxed. and relaxed <laughs> and yeah. um but i feel like there's yeah there's a huge part of me that um that definitely like has has a hard time with that mm-hmm. yeah it's so, good thanks for fixing it guys i think it's I think I'm yeah, we pretty of... much solved it. So <laughs> <laughs> we did it. You're welcome. And uh, just to make sure your next uh, album is about us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is for sure. <laughs> okay. What I didn't tell you is everything I've written so far is about you. Oh. Wow. Yeah. You heard it here first. Nice. That actually Great gave reporting. me butterflies. Great reporting. Great reporting. <laughs> <laughs> Signing out. This has been No Chill Enneagram. It is hosted and produced by Richard Clark and Bethany Perkins. Edited by Richard Clark. Theme music is Max Flashback by Leah Rosevere. Music for typing reviews is 80s Interlude by Fanus. Our amazing logo and most of our awesome Instagram illustrations are by Matt Metcalf. <laughs>
If you're in the heart triad, share this podcast with your friends and bond with them over how much you love it. If you're in the head triad, share all of your deep thoughts about each episode with us on social media. If you're in the gut triad, your gut is telling you to subscribe to this podcast and give it a five-star review. You should listen. Whatever type you are, leave us a review on iTunes and follow us on social media. We are at NoChillEnyaPod on Twitter and at NoChillEnyagram on Instagram. This is an area code podcast.